every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout-out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast, for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we talked about why you feel stuck. Today, for episode number 444, we are going to talk about why you'll never accomplish your goals. We are, <laughs> I promise it's not going to be me. This, <laughs> is a, uh, this is a hardcore week for, for Kevin and I. This is a. Uh, I think we're learning a lot about a lot of things. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people read books to feel good, or they watch something to feel good. And if you're listening to us to feel good, then this might not feel good, yeah. right? But it also is this. Honestly, like the stuff that you need really doesn't feel good because it's going to shake the snow globe and make you question what is. And I think, I think we're leaning a little bit more into our hardcore business, but also like, what does it actually take? Like, what does it really take behind the scenes to, to succeed? So, And it's because we care about you. And it's, it's fall, so the seasons are changing, so we are too. Uh, wow. That was beautiful, wasn't it? That was beautiful. I know. I know. Uh, so <clears throat> this is about, Kevin and I masterminded about this when we first got to the studio because one of my clients is in an unbelievably fulfilling relationship for the first time in her life. And she's unbelievably happy. And, and she admitted to me, like, I'm, I'm just very comfortable and I'm not getting after it like I once was. And what Kevin and I realized is that we, we notice these patterns. One of the benefits of being a podcaster and a coach and a speaker <clears throat> is you just start getting a bird's eye view of humans. <laughs> yeah. You start to really notice. Like, I think one of the reasons why I wanted so many clients, and, and I'm blessed now to have 10 of them, imagine being not in charge, but like imagine your goal is to help 10 people achieve their dreams you start to notice very, very common patterns. And now that I have the data, not only of the hyperconscious team, but also of all my clients, it's like, whoa, mm. we're all kind of the same in certain ways, even though we have all these unique values and goals and dreams and beliefs. And so what I would say is this, you are either right now, if you're listening, it's one or the other, and this is hardcore, but it's true. You're either working really, really hard every day to achieve your desires and your goals or you're working really, really hard every day not to lose what you currently have. So I want you to think about this for a second. There's two people. One of them is in corporate America and they want to eventually open their own business one day in the future. And they know that they're an entrepreneur at heart, but right now it makes a lot of sense to go and learn business from a business that's already flourishing. Okay, so they go into the business and they add as much value as they can and they're having conversations with IT and R&D and, and with sales and marketing and they're learning how business works from within a business, okay? They're having meetings with higher-ups, they're getting mentored, all this stuff. Okay, now person B, let's say they're in corporate America but they never, they don't really know what their dream is. They're, they're doing this a lot for a paycheck. And I'm not making that wrong. I'm just, this is just for the analogy. 
are they going to be going outside of their comfort zone asking for mentorship as much? Are they going to be finding unique ways to add value to different departments? Are they going to be absorbing like a sponge all day, every day? Or are they going to do what's necessary to keep their job? And so that's the thing. Use that as an analogy for life. You are either living your dreams, like Les Brown says, or you're living your fears. And that's what this episode's about. When I got my job, my old job, again, like I took this class, this two-week class. I didn't have a job. I didn't have any money. I took this two-week class, and I found out I'm going to be making $50 an hour. Okay? My boss actually said, so you're going to Delaware. You're going to be making $10 an hour less than everybody else. And I was like... $10, what am I, I'd be making five bucks an hour? What the hell's the, what, this, that's not legal, is it? What's the laws in Delaware? Strange. <laughs> and then he's like, you're going to make it 50 an hour. And I was like, wait, what? What do you mean? And then he, like, in my mind, we used to joke about this, literally. The people that I worked with would joke, like, if I ever lose this job, I am going to kill myself because there is a 0% chance I ever get this opportunity again. Right? I've, 100 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen very often to a 26-year-old kid who didn't go to college. Oh, it doesn't. Right? And, like... That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So I very much was at the, you know, we're talking about striving for greater or arriving and then staying. Yeah. I arrived at this job that I never knew I was capable of getting. For me, like, that was striving. Honestly, getting the job was like, wow, this is way beyond what I ever thought was possible. Mm. So I just dug in. And stayed. Right. And I did whatever it took to stay. (laughs) I just did whatever it took to stay. So very much to to your point, like I wasn't striving for better. I had better than I ever thought I was going to get. And this is where a lot of people end up in their relationships. Very similar to what you were talking about. If you don't believe you're capable of attracting, and this is the Jeff thing too. If you don't think you're capable of attracting your dream partner, you're actually not. Let me say that again. If you do not believe you are capable of attracting your dream partner, you actually are not capable of attracting your dream partner. So you're right. So you're right. Because you'll settle. Right. You'll settle, and then in order to keep that, you have to just stay. You have to stay. You have to arrive there, and you'll stop doing what it takes because that'll actually take you out of the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's this weird thing. I know. Whether I don't know who said the quote. Whether a man, well, that's the quote. So we'll say whether a man or a woman believes she can or cannot, she is right. Whatever the... the, Socrates. Yeah, that's my buddy. My buddy. My my buddy JC. How is he these days? (laughs) Do you even listen to yourself? (laughs) No, it's hilarious. Um, So So that was pretty profound, what I just said. It really, really... (laughs) It really, really was. (laughs) Philosopher Jeff in the studio. Mark the date, uh, 2020. Philosopher Jeff. That's me. So... You honestly are either striving for greater or trying to hold on to what you have. And I told this client, I I said, okay, eight months ago we were talking and I was doing the coaching. And eight months later, you were literally listing off all your accomplishments, blown away by your own accomplishments. And I asked her a simple question. This was really cool. I said, in eight months from today, based on the way you've been acting the last few weeks, will you have a list as long as you did the last eight months? Mm. And she said... And she sat with this for a moment. This is an emotional call. Coaching is emotional. And she said, no. And I said, okay. This isn't up to me. Are you okay with that? And she had to sit with it. And she's like, no. I said, well, then you have to do something differently. And that's when we went into the strategy. Right? Because she realized in that moment, I miss kicking ass. Like, she is a savage, man. I've seen... 
I've seen some people. She is my most consistent client overall. She was, I should say. And I'm not saying she can't get back there, right, but right. lately she hasn't been. Yeah. And it's not, it's not because of any other reason other than you're just really happy. There's nothing wrong with being happy and fulfilled in your relationship. That's a wonderful thing. But I, I came across this too. I mean, when I first met Emilia, it was beyond what I ever thought was possible, genuinely. And I, for a little while, I, I well, let's hang out four days a week. And let's, you know, fun, unique experiences. Let's hang out. Like, let's do holidays. And let's go on these little trips and all that. And then I'm, eventually I'm like, oh, my God, am I executing at the level I once did? And you have to kind of reassess, reassess, reassess. Only, if you're out there listening, only you know whether or not you're striving or arriving. Only you know whether or not you're executing at the level you want to be. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of Us. You guys listen to us enough. We want to talk to you. We want to know what you are going through in your life and how we can help you better. So if you reach out to myself at NeverQuitKid on Instagram or Alan at Lazarus 88 send us a message, video, audio, text, whatever it is. We just want to get to know you guys better. We want to hear from you. Also, if you go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click on join hashtag hyperconsciousnation. When Kevin and I look back at the last three and a half years since starting the show, it's the people we met that made the biggest difference. At one point, Tiff and Amy were just people who were listening to this show who then got a part of this community. Do not underestimate the power of a like-minded growth community and what it can do for your life. You think we should stop blabbering now? Yes. Okay, we will get back into it, and we hope you will enjoy. Talk to you soon. Bye. And if you're not, understand that what you've attracted into your life up to this point is the compound effect of the choices you've made and the level of execution you've consistently done. And if you want to keep growing, you're going to have to really set that bar even higher and higher and higher. And there really is no end to this game, so to speak. Yeah, and that's why this is called Why You'll Never Accomplish Your Goals. You're going to accomplish a lot of goals along the way. But again, I very highly doubt that I, because this is my goal, you know, Alan and I are going to be on stage. Somebody walks by Alan and is like, hey, what's happening? And then gives me the trophy for the best podcaster ever. I don't know that that's going to happen. Right. Right? You're playing an infinite game. I am playing an infinite game versus a finite game. And I think that so many people are, and this happens, this, that's what happened to your client. She got a relationship yeah. that she didn't think she was capable of getting or right. is so happy with what is. She's never experienced this level of fulfillment in a relationship. That you understand, then you start to understand at a deep level, oh, is that why I was being a savage? Right. Because I wanted to attract this into my life. Exactly. I think it we're was all part guilty. of it. I think we're all guilty of that. Right. I think we're all guilty of that. Yep. But I do think that at the end of the day, you're going to accomplish a bunch of things. But you should set a goal that you actually never accomplish. Mm-hmm. Because if you actually accomplish the goal, you're going to stop doing what made you accomplish the goal, and then you're going to leave so much on the table. So much. And it's, so it's much super hard to explain because it looks like the guy or the gal driving the Lamborghini... Uh, you know, with a really nice body, with the jewelry, with the nice house, with the awesome family. Has arrived. It looks like they've arrived. Yeah. In some cases, they have. Right. But it doesn't mean they're actually as happy as they look because they're missing the growth part. Yeah, and the contribution part. When you stop growing, the things around you stop growing too. What is it? Jim Rohn, I was listening to him this past weekend, and he said this. He said, you know, I have some friends who said, oh, if I ever made a million dollars, I would quit working forever. And he says, well, maybe that's why God makes sure you never get your million dollars. You would quit. <laughs> and it's interesting because I, I, would never, I would never quit this. I yeah. would never. 
like um, I tell the story about Ella asking me, what would you do if you won the lottery? I said, more of this. Yeah. And I would start my philanthropic efforts sooner, which also is a mirror of like, why aren't I doing that it's now? It's funny. I was getting gas at the gas station the other day. Yeah. Um, this was before the gym. I think it was probably five in the morning. I'm at the gas station. Savage. And there's the Powerball thing in the window. Right. I think one was 79 million. The other was like 116 million. And I literally sat there. And I was like, what would I do? Number one, I don't play the lottery, so this is impossible. But <laughs> what would I do if I won? 100, 119 million. And I was like, I would give a million to Amy, a million to Tiff, a million to Natalie, right? Like, I just started, I literally didn't even think about myself. <laughs> I was like, a million to Alan, just because, even though he probably wouldn't take it, he probably just, whatever. <laughs> you know, I would give a million to Matt. Everybody around me would get a million dollars because 120 million is a lot of money. Right. And then I would put some away. My family obviously would get taken care of. But for me, it was like, mm. it would really help us grow. Yeah. But I wouldn't stop doing everything. Would get awesome. Like yeah. we would get a new studio for sure, probably. <laughs> right. Right. We th- so many things would change, but not this, not the growth part. What of it. actually would change? Because this is a fire exercise that I think the listeners would benefit from. You and I would only do what we wanted. Right. What we decided. What we. I wouldn't even most... say what we wanted because right. sometimes what you decide isn't necessarily isn't what, what you, you want. want. Right. But we would do. You and I would only do the things that only we could do. Right. From my perspective. Everything else could get delegated. We could bring... Yeah, I mean... But this wouldn't stop. We would still come to you guys five days a week. We'd still do live masterminds every Monday. We'd still do the coaching calls. We'd still... So... I know. The thing is, like, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I would... No way. Like, I would ditch Alan completely. I understand that. (laughs) (laughs) But that just means that you think arriving is the end. Yeah. And it's not. Because Alan and I have both done it. I know. We arrived. We had the six figures. We oh, had the, yeah. More money than I needed. We by, had by those far, things. Yeah. yeah. And that's not a rival. Nope. That just means it's time to strive for something else. Or at a greater level. Yeah. I think it would be an elevated version of what we're doing. I agree. You know? And, and that's beautiful. If you can't answer like that, Kevin and I used to be there too. For my whole life. My, right. Most of my life. I literally said like, again, go back to episode number seven. It's called Chase Your Effing Dreams. Solo job. Because <laughs> Alan wasn't here yet. I literally said like, I want to not have to work now the, i don't really consider this work want to not have to yeah but even that like you know it's not i don't think i was aware enough at the time to understand what that actually meant because i didn't know how much growth and contribution actually mattered mm. to me um so i literally didn't think i'd do anything like i thought i'd play call of duty all day now that's not <laughs> that's not the goal anymore think about this for a second this is crazy how unfulfilling would that life be if all you did was play Call of well, Duty? Well, I think that depends because there's professional gamers out there who do it. Right, right. Okay. I'm not good. Well, I mean, for you. Okay, so oh, it'd be for, brutal. Okay, so picture. I'd regret it every day. Right. Yeah, every day. I do. Like, sometimes when I play, I'm like, ah, was that the best use of my time? Now, I intentionally do it sometimes as R&R. Right. Again, I'm working, every day I'm at least working 12 hours. Right. Okay? Every single day I'm working at least 12 hours, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so, other than Sunday. So some days I'll decide, all right, I'm, I'm going to take two hours here. I'm going to play some Call of Duty. I'm going to turn my brain off. But some days I'm like, God, you suck at this. Why don't you at least play a game you're better at or something? <laughs> so that's just a little bit about me. A little bit about Kevin. If you're out there listening right now, again, it, it, it comes down to have, do you have a life designed where you don't want to vacation from it? It's that weird thing, man. Like, uh, How do you explain this? Because there's certain days that really do suck for us but like we don't have to work we choose to work like i could literally take my friday cancel everything all my calls cancel them move them and just do nothing 
all day Friday. What is that going to really do for myself and others? Is that going to add value to my life and to my loved ones? I mean, it could if you're overwhelmed. Right, right. If you're burning down. Right, right. But, I mean, no. Is it going to help me grow? Maybe if you're overwhelmed. With and, and a, you... Yeah, with technicalities. Right. But if you do that every day, no. Yeah, right. No, there's only so much refresh you need. A vacation, if you want to take a vacation right. because you made $700,000 last year and you want to take your family to oh, yeah. wherever, okay. But if every single Monday you're counting down till Friday, and this is what I'm going to say. Number one, I say this with all the empathy in the world because this used to be me. I remember showing up to work at 6.30 and looking at the clock at 8 and being like, oh my God, it's only been an hour and a half. I still have six and a half more hours of this. This is terrible. I remember that like it was yesterday. Like, So I say this with all the empathy in the world. You are not put here to work five days a week and have two days to yourself. Now, Alan and I work seven days a week, but we get to do what we love. Right. It, it, does it look like work? Maybe. And is it hard? Yes. Of course it's hard. It's but, hard. It's, but it is Dave? worth it. Is Dave listening? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's what, what's the right word? It's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. But a great challenge. Right. It's a great challenge. Will you, here's, here's a question for the listeners, but I'm going to ask Kevin. Will you regret how hard you've worked on this podcast? No. Even if it Do you to regret the how hard you worked at that last job with terrible leaders? Uh, I don't really know that I regret it because it taught me a lot. Right. It taught me a lot about myself and what I'm capable of. and So I don't know that I regret it. Is there anything at your old job that you do regret? I got drunk and spent a lot of money at bars for no reason. Do you think that that added, added value to your life and others? No, I'd say probably not. No, I'd say probably not. So this is one thing that I, I don't feel like we talk about or not. Not that we should or shouldn't, but I don't talk about this enough. I don't. Virtue. Virtue is the universal language, in my opinion. If I see Kevin open the door for an old lady who is hurting, that is virtuous in any culture, any background, any place on the planet. The virtue is love. Love. And you recognize it when you see it. And I think we regret vice. Yeah. You're never going to look back and regret the virtues. Hard work, that's why I think I believe in it. Hard work for a good purpose? Dude, I could tear up just talking about it. Like, that's virtuous. It's not easy. It's challenging, but it's virtuous. You're not going to look back and go, wow, I really m- wish I was less virtuous. And I- you don't want easy. What you want is a, a desired challenge. Exactly. You don't want easy. If you wanted easy, Tough mutters wouldn't be a thing. I know. I know. They wouldn't be Spartan a thing. Spartan races What is be that? a thing. It is a reasonable, yeah. accomplished challenge yeah. that you get to share with people because you do it with a team. If you wanted easy, the military would never recruit anybody. Right. I, I don't think people want easy. I think they want a lined challenge. I think Fire. that's the best way to put it. One of the best quotes you've ever come up with. Well, that'll be stamp it. that on a, on a Kevin cartoon meme. <laughs> that'll be on the cartoon Oh, oh. Jeff. The, oh, no, they're back. They're back. Strong work. But I, I do believe that. Oh, you jeffed him again. I used to want easy. I used to want easy. Some days, honestly, I do. Straight up. Some days I want right. like, look, yeah. it's Friday. Turn it off. It's <laughs> raining out. I just want to open the windows and veg out for a bit. And honestly, some days I do right. because I have the ability to do that right. because I've designed my life in this way. But, but even that easy is so that you can get back after it yeah. from a higher level. Yeah. It's interesting. And, and that easy is because... That's pointed towards a different challenge. Sundays yeah. with the family, 
that's not just to, honestly some sometimes those days are harder than my work days <laughs> because I'm like you know hiking I, and I know doing all these other things so I it's know. not like I'm just doing yeah and nothing. when you get home at the end of those sometimes it's more exhausting exhausted. Than, yeah <laughs> exhausted hey same Taryn and I decided yesterday uh, well we're recording on Monday on Sunday that we were like yesterday we didn't do anything it's like look we're yeah. gonna we went to breakfast with her dad we went to uh, Kohl's or Target or came TJ Maxx whatever it was TJ whatever it was yeah. And then that was it. And then we just kind of were for the day. We bed did our check-in, went for a walk. <laughs> no, no, didn't have time for Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, but, well, Home know, Depot. That's, that relaxation isn't me calling it quits and saying, like, we don't have to grow anymore. I haven't arrived in my relationship. I'm not even close. No. I haven't arrived in my relationship. Nope. We are striving to be the best we can be, and that's why it actually works. That's why Tori Leto's quote, she posted this yesterday. She said, the point of an intimate relationship is not for happiness. It's for growth. And for anyone out there that, that is confused by that quote, happiness is a byproduct of the relationship. Yeah. But if that's the purpose of it, you're going to be really having a hard time when challenges come. It's almost like if the purpose for anything you're doing is pure happiness, you're never going to find it. I know. Isn't it weird? I don't know that there is anything that is happy. You want to eat candy. You want to be a professional eater? You feel like crap after you eat. I know. Do you want to be a professional candy taster? You'll have cavities. I know. You want to taste whiskey? You'll be I don't know that going every, right off the rails. Yeah, I don't know if anything <laughs> is pure happy. No, it's it's pleasure at the expense of fulfillment. All right, we gotta get out of here because yeah. we have a mastermind here. It's that time. That's, that's true. So the timer went off quickly. This is a little bit of a shorter scratching the surface. Yes, because it's Monday. We record our episodes on Monday. We steady be Jeffin. Okay. And if you're on YouTube and I'm shaking, it's because I have to. Go Same. To the we both have to pee. That's, <laughs> we're both probably shaking. So guys, every single Monday, we did it on Labor Day. We did it on the Fourth of July. Like. Every single Monday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll open up the Zoom room so you guys can build relationships with other like-minded individuals. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we go live. Every fourth week, we have a guest. We have um, Isabella Picard and Ali Bradian coming up. We have Prepo Toplitsky coming up. Uh, you will hear next week uh, Karen Christensen, who is this week. A lot of great things. And find, find focus and beat burnout. That'll be next Tuesday. Yes. Dropping. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Anything else before we go? Uh, Hyperconscious Nation. Yeah, I do too. So go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click on join, hashtag Hyperconscious Nation. What's going to change your life more than anything, anything. is books, books and the people you meet. And 10-second <laughs> <laughs> uh, blip real quick. Um, what is this fire thing I said? Oh, my goodness. That's the 10-second blip for me. <laughs> what is it? I don't remember. Strive versus arrive. I got pee on the brain. Pee I, brain. I do too. You said something along the lines of if you're only goal for something is happiness, no. you'll actually never achieve it. Yeah, but that wasn't it. Okay, I'm going to do mine and then see if you can come up with it. I can't yours. come up with it. It's what I said. Play an infinite game. The goal is to maximize your own potential and your own contribution. That never ends. You're never going to reach a point where you can't get better. What Alan said. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this, and we will talk to you on Sunday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes, and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you, so if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious. <laughs>